Hi, this is Luke Hanger. Our family's been members at OBC since 2012, and I'm reading Psalms 93 through 6. You return man to dust and say, Return, O child of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as a flood, then they are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, and in the evening it fades and withers. Well, thanks so much, Luke, and thank you for tuning in to Listening Up, a podcast devotional of Ogletown Baptist Church. Today, you're hearing from Chris Morris, one of the associate pastors. Listening Up is a way for us to stay connected over a few verses from God's Word, and today, this week, we're looking at Psalm 90, and today, verses 3 through 6. The main thrust of this psalm is to ask God to have mercy on frail humans living in a sin-cursed universe. Yesterday, we read the first two verses that praise God as the creator and for his existing from everlasting to everlasting. Today's verses then look at the other side and look at the frailty of the human existence. Verses three through six make several references to time, comparing a thousand years to us being but a day to God. He then uses word pictures describing a person's existence, uh, a flood, a dream, and a day. These show something that is there one moment and then washed away in a flood, or or you wake up and the dream is over, or evening comes and it ends the day. The point Moses is making is that we're vastly limited by time, and God is not. He has no birth and will have no death. We're reminded again at Easter that whenever it's God versus death, God always wins. Always. Nothing can defeat him. For every believer, when this earthly physical life ends, death still doesn't win. Moses is pointing out that while God has been a safe dwelling place for his people, God is not limited by time. He's not threatened by death or even weakened by fear. We, on the other hand, are prisoners to time. We're constantly adjusting our lives to avoid pain or injury, and especially death, all the while battling fear upon fear upon fear. But there's some mind-bending theology here. Think about this. The same God that you talked to in prayer over the last day or two is the same God, the same person that Martin Luther King Jr. prayed to during the Civil Rights Movement. He's the same God that Charles Spurgeon talked to in prayer over his British congregation. He's the same God that Martin Luther prayed to throughout his uprising over the Catholic Church's teachings. He's the same God that the early church fathers prayed to as they were led to all corners of the globe sharing the gospel. He's the same God who sent Jesus to us, who brought victory to his people through very unorthodox military strategies, who shut the mouths of lions, who parted seas, who filled the earth with animals and plant life, and who painted the night sky. And get this, that very same God still hasn't slept. The closest he came to sleep was resting on the seventh day of creation. He hasn't slept. But yet we need to sleep eight hours a day. 
Moses wants us to grasp that there is such a vast difference between humans and God that should generate in us a very healthy respect and even a fear of him. That when, when we don't sleep, we're not at our best. Our brain doesn't work the way it should. Our body doesn't work the way it should. We can't think through things so clearly. And yet God hasn't slept in how long, according to our time, and yet hasn't missed a beat, hasn't been delayed in his thinking, hasn't been off his game at all. So while today's portion of Psalm 90 is, is quite humbling, I encourage us not to be led to, to feelings of despair or worthlessness, but rather to direct our thinking and praying toward making our short time here count, to helping us see God with such respect and awe and humility, that if my life is that short, what am I doing with it? This time in quarantine has brought a whole new meaning to the word essential. As this psalm continues, we'll see that Moses learned what was essential to ask God for and to focus on. So keep listening up this week, or read it now and enjoy helpful insights as Champ and Evan roll out the rest of the week. But for now, thanks for listening today. For the latest information about our church, please visit ogletown.org updates. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.